Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hi there, welcome along to another bite-sized episode of the High Performance Podcast. We have been joined for the last year by some of the most remarkable leaders across the planet in all different areas. And we thought it would be really useful for Damien and myself just to pick out little snippets of the conversations that we've had and bring those to you. So this episode is just a few minutes long and it's really a bit of learning from a previous High Performance guest that we know will enhance your life. Today's guest is Rio Ferdinand. So that image that we would all have externally of, oh, you go in and Sir Alex Ferguson lays down no. the law. It no. was the players letting the other players know. He'd laid the law down years ago. And then all of a sudden the machine then works itself. Right. And he allowed, what was great about Sir Alex Ferguson is he allowed the leaders in the change room to run that change room. I could probably count on one hand how many times he come into our change room, the training ground. We're there every day. Never comes in there. You run it. How would you now describe the expectation? So you go in there on day one. What is expected at that period? What was expected of a Manchester United player at that time? To expect to win. Games expect to win. or titles? Titles, or trophies. You, you, you take a trophy a season, minimum. Right then, Damien, expectation. Um, with your learned professor hat on, is expe- I suppose the first question from me really, is expectation a positive or a negative thing? Well, it's neither. It's neither um, good or bad. It's either does it help you or is it unhelpful, Jake? And I think to understand expectation, we have to understand, well, there's three possible expectations that our brain focuses on. We either go into into a situation expecting to win, expecting to succeed. We either walk in there hoping that we'll do well and succeed. Or the third one is we expect to lose and come away on the receiving end of a defeat. Now, your brain can only focus on one of those expectations. But once you've decided which one it is, that will therefore dictate your behaviours. So if you expect to win, you'll find a way. If you expect to lose, you'll find an excuse. And what about the other one you mentioned, which is hoping, if you hope to win? Surely expecting to win 
is a more valuable emotion than hoping to win? Absolutely, but hoping to win is almost a, uh, it protects the ego. You can say, well, I tried, I did my best, but it's not about putting everything all out there. You've always give yourself uh, some kind of back door that if it didn't work, you can go and protect that ego and say, well, I didn't give it everything, or again, you will quickly find excuses in it. But what Rio was describing there was at Manchester United, it was that sense of expectation. You were expected to be early. You were expected to maintain high standards of your preparation, even when nobody else was watching. It was about the demands you make of yourself means that you can then make demands of your teammates, which is what he described Ferguson had created at Manchester United, where those standards were just constantly being fed and reinforced by the people that had those high expectations of winning at least a trophy a year. I think one of the one of the really telling things for me in that conversation when he spoke about expectations was that it was the it was the expectation of the club, the expectation of the group, the expectation of the squad. I mean that is that is the halcyon moment, isn't it, for any coach or any business or any leader when the group take care of the expectation. It makes your job so much easier. Yeah, definitely. I think the phrase that we use an awful lot in our interviews with the podcast is, these are the cultural architects. These are the leaders without title. When you've got a core group of at least five or six in a dressing room that set those standards and defend those standards and reinforce them and gently correct and guide people into what is expected of them, I think that, like you say, is the holy grail for any coach. You know that things are starting to move in a positive direction. And just one other little thing before we wrap up this little bite-sized episode. You said at the beginning um, of our little chat about whether something's helpful or unhelpful. I, I think rather than asking ourselves whether something's good or bad or whether it will be a success or a failure, surely isn't that the best question for any situation, any time, whatever we're going through, when we're trying to come to a decision, is this helpful or unhelpful? I think it's a really powerful question, Jake, that all of us, um, if we start to use it more regularly, it gets us out of this idea that if something is bad, therefore we need to walk away from it. And there's very few things that, that fit within that criteria. There might be context is always going to be important. So asking yourself, does this help me at the moment or is it unhelpful? Therefore determines that you're likely to receive it and do something about it uh, far more productively. Yeah, and I think it it goes right from huge decisions right down to the little thing you're about to say to someone. I mean, I, I learned a lot from before I just say a, a, just a little thing. Is this helpful or unhelpful? Why am I am I saying this for them or am I saying this for me? It could be such a good thing to ask yourself. Yeah, definitely, and then it stops you having to defend it. Like think about it when we talk about it with kids. That often we find ourselves making these binary statements with kids, and then they force them into a position where. It might be like, say, I'm working with my son at the moment on his maths and he might say, I'm bad at maths. And, I, and, and then you say, no, you're not. And then he defends that position of being bad at maths. Whereas you say, is that a helpful comment to make? Well, the answer is no, it's not. So how do we get better at maths? Very good. Wonderful. As always, a little nugget of inspiration from the professor. I'm sure you're great at maths because you can't become a professor, surely, unless you're good at some sort of equation uh appreciate your time as always mate i love it jake thanks for having me along thanks a lot damien thanks as well to rio ferdinand for coming on the high performance podcast and sharing his pearls of wisdom from a lifetime spent in elite environments in fact rio was the first ever guest 
episode one, series one. If you want to, you can go right now back to the very start of the High Performance Podcast series. In fact, what a lot of people do is they've listened to every episode. They've now started going back to the beginning because there are things they just haven't quite picked up on, things they've missed, things they haven't learned at the time. And um, through new eyes, they're now learning even more from each episode. So maybe feel free to do that. And if you haven't yet heard any of our full-length episodes, then join the hundreds of thousands of people every single week who are downloading and listening. Thanks ever so much for being part of our journey. And we'll see you very soon for another High Performance Podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.